What are you doing? How is this? No, no. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. What? You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Just kidding. Welcome to Hot Marriage, Cool Parents with Doug and Jamie. He's full of jokes today. Um, So today we're recording on a day that uh, is, you know, I guess it's kind of... Just another day? No. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess it is just another day. But like what I mean, though, is like this month we really thought that we were going to be pregnant. Yeah, we really tried this month. I mean, we tried harder than we have we were able to try harder because we yeah. were at a hotel room and so there's no interruptions and you can, you know, you have no distractions and you just yeah. can execute significantly more. You know and what I think our challenges are um, at home is we put the kids to bed and they get to bed before nine. And then after nine, that is really our time to sometimes decompress, but it's also time to get the work that we couldn't get done before dinner after and then by the yeah. time we're done with that it's like 10 30 11 o'clock and, and neither tired. of us want to do anything yeah but i think we have to make a conscious effort this next month to really go balls to the wall like pregnancy uh watch yeah no pun intended geez yeah. <laughs> no i i mean i think so too and honestly i really thought i mean i have changed my diet i'm not like always perfect about it, but I really don't eat gluten. I have, I started eating dairy again just cause I'm like, well, what's the point? It's not working anyways. But like, I really don't eat the gluten because a lot of doctors have told me that yeah. it's not good for my hypothyroidism and well, with fertility. Plus before, um, I mean with both with Henley and Hendrix, I was as soon as you changed your diet or as I got soon as pregnant. you made changes, you got pregnant and I in the pregnancy stayed. So where it's yeah. like, I could get pregnant before, but it's like I would lose the pregnancy. And so when I, you know, your your whole family is very fertile. I mean, yeah, your sisters pump out babies like no other. Douglas. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying. That's what they say about themselves. I mean, it is true. Um, But anyways, so, you know, a little disheartening because I got my period today and um, I did take a pregnancy test because I was like, oh, this is the month. Like we were in Nashville for the family made event and we're able to, and that's when I was very fertile and we were able to just, you know, go at it. And then, uh, then even after you're fertile, even before you're fertile, like as long as you, you want to try to do it as much as you can, of course. And so (laughs) then we were in Los Angeles to film for Married at First Sight and we, you know, we went at it and, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, this is the we month. Went at it. And then, yeah. And we like, attacked each other. And then it was like, you know, like I, I like do like the due date calculator and all that online just to see like what would the due date be? And so. Something that we didn't do though was um, hold your legs up. Yeah, we did do that with Henley and yeah. Hendrix. So we. we For maybe, some reason, I feel like it, I shouldn't. Maybe we do that in. Uh, well, I November, have a whole December. list. So. You know, I'm like, I always say, I'm so thankful for my community of girlfriends, like all, all you best friends who seriously, who are listening. And I'm just genuinely so thankful for you because a lot of you have reached out to share like different things that you've done. And this is a thing. A lot of people are like, well, why aren't you just doing IVF? Well, first of all, IVF is super invasive. Like it's very stressful. It's very time consuming 
and it's very expensive. Super expensive. Our insurance doesn't cover IVF. And so a lot of people are just like, why don't you just do IUI? Why don't you just do IVF? Why don't you just do all? And it's like, okay, um, well, because I would like to try to do it myself, A, but B, because I feel like I can, but also like, it's expensive. It's really, really pricey. And it's an emotional like toll to try to, to, you know, that's like a whole full-time job. God bless everybody who has done IVF or who has been going through it because it's not as easy as just like, Oh, why don't you just go do IVF? Yeah. Well, I I think, I think a big driving force for the decision or the kind of standoff to not do IVF is We've gone to the fertility specialist. Yeah. We, we've both gotten tested. I went um, and gave two well, semen analysis. Well, he did analysis. kind of recommend it. He, he did, but I, I think I, I I genuinely feel like he, that, that was almost like his sales pitch because he didn't say that we couldn't get pregnant. No, he naturally. didn't. He said, I have you know, a low to normal AMH, right. which is against me. He didn't rule it out. He didn't he said even I say had a that blocked fallopian tube. He didn't say that it's, it's going to be extremely difficult if you don't do IVF. He didn't say those words. No, he didn't say those words. Uh, he, so I have a low to normal a- AMH. I have a blocked fallopian tube. I have MTHFR. I have a lot of things against me. And so then he said, in my age, of course, I'm going to be 38 in the summer. So that's when he was like, these are the reasons that I think, and he doesn't even, and he actually, and I said, you know, why IVF? Because he didn't even really recommend IUI. He didn't, I said, what about like Clomid or like, and he was like, he just really seems to think that IVF is the route to go because- Oh boy, the kids are there supposed to be is. going to sleep with the babysitter, and I can hear Hendrix crying. I know. I it's just want to go give him a hug. No, we gotta, we gotta get through this. But um, something that I learned at the fertility specialist was that um, with your fallopian tubes, that's where the eggs go through, right? Yes. Douglas. And so there's no way to predict which side your eggs are going to come from. Yes, um, that's true. So. Uh, I think consistency each month is going to be. That's another reason why he recommended the IVF because I have that blocked fallopian tube. So he was like, if you're always, you know, we don't know which side you're ovulating on. And if you're always ovulating on that side, no matter what you're doing, if it's blocked, it's, there's not which a chance one, for the sperm to get through. Which one was it? Oh, I don't remember. I'd have to go to my U- our YouTube video to watch because I don't remember, but it's say, on YouTube. I could start aiming a certain way. <laughs> Jeez. But so, okay. So needless to say, I think when the blocked fallopian tube, nine times out of 10, and now it could be scar tissue, of course, but like it also inflammation affects your body in all sorts of different ways. And yeah. things that cause inflammation are like processed foods, lots of sugar, um, uh, uh, stress of course is another thing. And so I thought if I changed my diet and if I, um, like work out and try to de-stress that will help with the inflammation, really good with, which I have, but we have been traveling a lot and I feel like as much as like it's, but you have been stressed a lot. Yeah. About, uh, yeah. I've, I, so it's like, you know, so now what I was getting to is why I'm so thankful for all of, of you ladies listening and all the girlfriends who are on Instagram. Like, I'm really so thankful for you. And for those of you on YouTube watching or, you know, if you're listening in your earbuds on the podcast, so thankful for you because so many have reached out and they have given just a, a, like their own journeys of like things that have worked. And I really wasn't. And we are coming at you live with some research on the different direct message fertility tips that you've gotten in your mailbox. That I have gotten in my mailbox. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah they don't, they I'm like, don't are you talking to me? To, are you talking they don't to? They reach out to me. Yeah. I, I continue to take um, better health 
which was a sponsor of ours. Yeah, and for they a sperm, uh, which kind of. But apparently, your sperm doesn't it doesn't matter anyways. Right. And I am taking CoQ10. Like well, I, you do need I, my sperm, but. I, yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm saying like the fertility doctor said that your sperm is just fine. Right. So that's good to know. That's like one thing off the off the you know reasons of why we're not getting pregnant. But um, so I've been taking CoQ10. I've been taking prenatals. I am going to start taking magnesium, but that's more for stress levels. Well, um, I, I think because I vitamin actually, D they say is very important to make sure that you're taking vitamin D. Yeah, I actually looked up a whole bunch of the ones. That oh, you and had. then. The things that have been recommended, and I'm just going to list them off because in case you're also struggling to conceive, I feel like infertility and secondary infertility, of course, it's not talked about as much. It's talked a little bit more about now than it used to be. But What's it, secondary infertility? So infertility is when you haven't had a child and you're not able to conceive a child. Secondary infertility is when you've already had a child, but then all of a sudden you're having That's struggles. Okay. And it's like, what the heck? Like what's going on? Like you're not infertile because you have had a child, but yet you're going months and months and months and not being able to conceive a child. But is it, is it still secondary if you've had two child, two children? Any amount of children after you've had children and you're oh, trying to have children. They don't count at each child. Doug, you're being so sarcastic. And I I'm trying like, not, I'm trying to learn. I oh, really am. I thought you were joking. And I'm like, why are you being so sarcastic when I'm like, this is like a really meaningful topic to me. Yeah, no, just for anybody that's that's listening that doesn't know. But anyways, so the things that have been uh, recommended are maca root, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, but maca root. Uh, I mean, there's like, I can't even tell you. It like makes I your them brain down. swirl. You don't, you don't have to. Well, no, I have to think. I can remember. I, I, no, but I, I wrote them down because I wanted to look up to, but I was to just, see. But for me, I just wanted to say thank you for sharing uh, all of these things. I'm really so thankful for it. It's also simultaneously like, like mind boggling and overwhelming. But one thing, the two things that I really think that I want to do are, well, I'm going to like, like say a few of the things that have been recommended frequently. So Mucinex has been one thing that's been recommended. Um, and I'm not exactly sure how to do that. Like, I guess you take it maybe when you're ovulating. I'm going to uh, explain that one. Too. Okay, cool. Castor oil, uh, acupuncture, chiropractor, makaru. Um, oh, and then there's this cup. There's this uh, uh, disc. Like, so if you use disc, like the disc for either to prevent sperm from going in, you know, like as childbirth or birth control, I meant to say, sorry. Um, if you're using like the disc, you know, to prevent your sperm from coming in, apparently if you have sex and then put the disc in so that the sperm can't come back out. That has been successful in helping people get pregnant. But sperm only, I think only survives seven days. Yeah. But that's a long time. Like if they can survive seven days and that egg can get down there and then they can kind of swim. Uh, so anyways, there are different, I'm, we're willing to kind of go outside the box a little bit now to try to have our next baby. And Doug is, so I asked Doug to research them all. Was it, what was the glide stuff that, we oh yeah, use. pre-seed. I do really, you know, I really love pre-seed. We use that with, this is yeah. uh, not an ad or anything, but we use that with Henley and Hendrix. And I don't know. There was another thing that we did too. What was, what was the thing that's supposed to help keep the sack together? What? Um, sack? Oh, what, what sack? What was it? It was, you were taking a supplement. Pro- progesterone? No. Yeah, progesterone. Yeah, but that's like more like after you already get pregnant. So you, oh, so that, okay. Yeah, gotcha. like you, like once you get pregnant, you want to 
take progest like for me, I need to take progesterone. At least this is what I do with Hendrix in order to keep the pregnancy. Gotcha. So okay. Well, yeah. So I I wrote down a bunch, and I, I think um, before we get to that, I do want to give a shout out to one of our five star reviewers, which is Candice, who writes, "Love them." Jamie and Doug are so real and relatable. They touch on many topics and seem to have something for just about anyone to relate to. They open up and talk about the hard things because they know it can help others fighting similar battles. Thank you for sharing your lives with us. I've been a huge fan since Married at First Sight and love the parents you are now and the body positivity that Jamie shares. What a power couple. Well, thank you, Candace Brinton. Yeah, that's so sweet. Um that's amazing. Yeah, no, I, thank you so much for the five star reviews. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm sitting over here. I'm sure you could probably tell from my energy that I'm just like kind of feeling a little defeated, I guess by, by it all. Um, but I'm trying to stay positive. By all the things. And this is the other thing too, because we were just at a party for a friend's birthday, and a lot of people are like, "Well, why don't you adopt or you know do um, foster care?" and you know, I would seriously be open to that. I really would be. And, but it takes two people. And so Doug is just not, and that's not fair to the child. And so anyways, you know, I'm not saying not, not ever, but just not now. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I do think that we will be blessed. Uh, I mean, we're already blessed with. I mean, two we kids. really I mean, are, and that's the other I thing feel too. Lucky just to have that, both of them. That's another thing too that I put like out on Instagram and just like in general is that I am very thankful, of course, for our two children. I mean, we are. It's really weird when people reach out to say you should just be thankful for the two you already have as if we're not. I know that is, it is an interesting thought. It's and I a, think that they come from a place of love. Maybe. But it's like. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they do. I yeah. Don't but the truth of the matter is, is like, we're fully aware. Like we got pregnant with our first son and lost our first son, came home to an empty house without our first son. We're fully aware of how blessed we are. Oh yeah. But that doesn't minimize or diminish the yearning or the longing for another. And it doesn't make us less love our children, our current children less. And we talked about this with the Willardsons when they were on because they have three children and they're doing IVF also right now. Yeah. And so um And you know what's wild too is I know we mentioned this before, but uh, our old assistant Diana and Seth, um, just to think, I mean, they had children young, but their daughter is what, 12 or 11 yeah. or 12 and their 11. son is eight, nine, nine. And they just, they just had another baby. Yeah. Just now. And she, it was like their first try. Yeah. They literally, maybe the second month, first, second month trying, mm -hmm. she got pregnant. The pregnancy went great. And yeah. she's been a little sick postpartum. But aside from that, I mean, everything's been fine. Yeah. Which and is it's pretty just amazing. so interesting how some people can just get pregnant and their bodies can carry it and everything's fine. And it doesn't necessarily mean if they're the most in shape or they eat the healthiest yeah. or they, I mean, Diana did work out and eat very healthy prior to getting pregnant. Yeah. But like your, your body reacts to certain ingredients and, you know, inflammation yeah, causes everybody. a lot uh, yeah. of things. And um, in fact, a lot of the a lot of the um, the tips that people gave you, a lot of it has to do with reducing inflammation. Yes. And blood flow. So, so let's get to that because I think that anyone who's listening who might be interested in um, what they can do to help increase their fertility, their chances of uh, conceiving naturally. Yes. The first thing is CoQ10. Well, um, yeah. Okay. We can start with CoQ10. Um, 
So when I was looking up CoQ10, and you said you take CoQ10 I do take that already because I know that that helps with your egg. Yep. So it is thought to help support healthy egg and sperm production. For example, one study showed that women who received pretreatment of CoQ10 supplements for 60 days or longer resulted in improved egg health and higher fertilization rates. So I've been taking it for about 60 days. Now, I have to be honest, when I travel, I do not take my supplements the way that I don't do anything the way that I'm supposed to. Like I don't wash my face the way that I'm supposed to. I don't Who like does? what parent does. I yeah, I, I don't stick to my routines. And so we have traveled a lot the past two months. And so I haven't been taking so then you get this layer of guilt. Like I haven't been taking my supplements the way that I should. Like it hasn't been as ri- like yeah. religious and re- like um like a ritual or whatever and so i think when things don't happen though you look for excuses you look for different excuses when well mostly so that you can figure out what you're doing wrong so that you can change it so that you can do better and um i mean if we were to try every single one of these all at once i think it would be a little overwhelming and overboard not gonna lie i kind of want to try every single one of them next Um, month (laughs) but the the one thing that i do notice is a lot of a lot of these either supplements or things um it all says may May increase, well, may support. Yeah. Uh, so There's, like even for this, it's, you know, could improve ovulation, uh, reduce oxidative stress, lower blood pressure, may improve the success of IVF treatments or support uh, metabolism and hormone balance. So that's that's CoQ10. Um, I heard of CoQ10 because my dad started taking it. Yeah, I mean, a lot. it's kind of like one of those fad things. It's all the rave, yeah. like, you know. He's a diabetic and it's supposed to help with insulin level. The next one, and I've always wanted to see a chiropractor, and I know it's not necessarily for me, but for you. Um, but a lot of people have, have said a chiropractor would help with fertility. So for here, yeah. increase in blood flow, which is positive news for conception, as some women struggle with fertility because blocked fallopian tubes. So this is encouraging better blood flow. Um, which can make it easier for a fertilized egg to move through the fallopian tube. Yeah, I mean, I literally have a blocked fallopian tube, so I'm going to go see a chiropractor. But they say they, like, adjust the pelvis. I don't know. but Yeah, they somehow they adjust your pelvis. And someone, a few people have reached out to me, and they were like, I went to a chiropractor, and then the next month I got pregnant. A few people have reached out to me and said, I went to acupuncture, and then the next month I got pregnant. I am not even kidding yeah. you. A few people reached out to me and said, I took Mucinex, and then the <laughs> next month I got pregnant. It was or, like, chiropractor worked miracles. That Those are the messages that I saw. A yeah, lot of people I mean, there's these people are raving over the different ways that they have conceived after having like struggles and so and i think you can go see a chiropractor specific for fertility i mean the thing that i'm wondering about is like do they accept our insurance and so how expensive does it get to go to do all of these things because you know i mean we just bought a house how much could one crack of the pelvis cost (laughs) for real i mean people say they only needed it so what is it about maca root i see you Um, researched that i did so so maca root is something that i'm very interested in because um just just reading off of some of the okay what does um, it do so first of all it's a it's a um it's a root that can last in very harsh weather and it's from peru okay um, i don't know if that makes a difference but uh that means that um it's a natural remedy that was used like for a long long time like indigenous people through there so um not only does it you like is it used to treat a bunch of different health issues but it includes fertility and low sex drive. So if you <laughs> you're are, like, oh, Jamie needs that. I don't yeah. have the best sex drive, to be very honest, well, especially trying to conceive. I feel like for just like a moment, like if 
anyone else has been trying to conceive for a long time and you have, I mean, with or without children, it's like eventually it, it not, not that it feels like a job, but it kind of feels like a job. Like you're like, okay, I got to do, take these supplements. I got to do this. I got to lift my legs up after having sex. I got to do all these, like I, and I got to do it clinical. every other day. And it's not like you don't enjoy it, but yeah. it really is scheduled. And, and like, we stopped that for a long time because like we needed to for our relationship, for our marriage. Yeah. But we're starting that again. <laughs> like, right now, basically. Like, I'm like, yeah. we're going to start having sex like every other day. It's going to be scheduled. I'm going to start taking this maca root. I'm going to go to the chiropractor. Mucinex, yeah. I've been taking the CoQ10. I'm going to get better at taking my prenatals and CoQ10 more religiously. I have vitamin D. Like, I'm just going to, I'm trying like all the things here. But yes, but um, so... Um, because they also make st- uh, like maca root with ashwagandha, which is one of my new favorite words. Um, you said, oh yes, you did just say yeah, that. ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. But, um, I already take ashwagandha too. I have yeah, ashwagandha that's gummies. What, that's what I mean. <laughs> but it says if you're seeking to enhance fertility, improve physical performance, balance hormones, maca, maca root is the better option. Is the better option. Interesting, because I take ashwagandha because they also say that ashwagandha helps with stress. And um, interesting. So I should take this maca root. Yeah. I'm going to literally go find out where to buy maca root and (laughs) add it to my my car. (laughs) They made a song about that. Hey, maca root. I? I? Um, So the whole mucinex thing. Yeah. So when Um, do you take the mucinex? I I want to put a kibosh. I mean, maybe it works for people, but... But there are no studies and there's no, there's no professional clinical scientists or physicians that can point to mucinex helping fertility. The only thing I was able to find- women saying that they get pregnant? So the only thing I was able to, fa- to find on mucinex is that it may help you get pregnant by thinning your cervical mucus. Which makes sense because then the sperm can swim in there, up right. in there. But there is still not enough recent evidence to show that a cough medicine can increase fertility. I mean, it does you make You don't s- seem to believe in this at all. I, I just, when I was looking these things up, there's, I mean, Mucinex, when you type in Mucinex, it'll autofill for Mucinex for fertility. So I guess a lot of people have done it. And no it really kidding. says there's no studies that support it. Well, they probably have to say that because it's a drug. Well, obviously, but the only thing that I could find that was positive is that it may help you get pregnant by thinning cervical mucus. Listen, if it if it might help, I'm willing to try it. I mean, is cervical <laughs> mucus point? a problem? Is, uh, I don't know. Like, it seems like everything's the problem. So yeah, why mean, not just I, thin that out too? I, I tell you what, it's worth <laughs> it's worth a try. You're going to take mucinex to thin that. You're going to take blood thinners to thin your blood. Well, I'll tell you that the only issue is that if I go full throttle on all these things, which I totally plan on we doing it, and I get pregnant, and people say, how'd you get pregnant? I'm like, I don't know. It could have been the mucinex. It could have been root. the maca root. It could have been the chiropractor. It could have been the acupuncture. Yes. I'm not exactly sure. Go try all of the above, and maybe you'll get pregnant too. Oh, God. <laughs> It's like a Maury Povich thing saying he's uh, yeah. the father. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, so that's really kind of the update for us. Uh, well, no, I have two more. Jane. Oh, there's more. Oh, the castor yeah. oil. I forgot about the castor so oil. Castor oil is very interesting. Um, so castor oil, uh, which stimulates the circulatory system. So by increasing the circulation, 
fresh oxygenated blood flows through the abdomen, pelvis, and nourishes reproductive organs. So ovaries, fallopian tubes, your uterus, it helps them properly function, which okay. I had no idea about. Yeah, well, they say put castor oil in your hair and it helps your hair grow. So I didn't know, someone, a couple people were saying, put the castor oil on your belly. And Why is it transdermal? And Well, your skin is the largest organ, so it, it absorbs anything you put on it. Yeah, I know, but... Okay. Which is why I'm a big well, fan I'm of... I'm saying you wouldn't put it in you. Well, that's the confusing part. One time as, as a nursing student, um, you know, they say to eat yogurt. This is a true story, by the way. Fun fact that's very silly and wild, actually. But I was a nursing student. I was in a, um, a, a veterans clinic, and it was actually a woman who... I guess must have served in the military. She came in and she said, I heard that yogurt was good for, you know, to help keep your like, like vaginal area healthy. And, and this is not even a joke. This was happened while I was in nursing school. And so the, and P and I were like, she was there to just, you know, she said, you know, I heard that yogurt was very good to keep you healthy downstairs in your vagin in your vagina and she, she was like so you know i was trying it and you know we're just at this point and she has her clothes on and everything and so we're just like getting information and she's like really fidgety you know down there and um really uncomfortable and she made it clear and so you know as the nurse practitioner is like like asking her questions of like okay so yeah you're right like yogurt is actually good it's health it has great bacteria in it that's good bacteria for your body and she said, yeah, so I, you know, so I put it in there. And what she meant was like, she didn't yeah. eat it. She like put it in her vagina. Oh, she put the yogurt in her vagina because she thought it would help like the oh, homeostasis man. in her vaginal cavity. And that was a really hard to keep like, uh, like a, a straight face, not like a straight face. It's not like I would laugh at her. Cause I wouldn't, because like, I could see how someone, but Couldn't like, that, yeah. but yeah, like to make it see like, yeah, like, I don't know. That was, that was a very, I could like, that's the kind of stuff that like, like can't make this stuff up. Like the truth is stranger than fiction sometimes because she genuinely thought that and then she like was did that. She was fidgety and uncomfortable. Yeah, because she, as you could imagine, you could only imagine what it was oh like God. downstairs. And so um, needless to say, the castor oil, I'm like, but I could see how someone would think with the yogurt that maybe I you would put think, it in there. Yeah, I would think with any, I mean, oil does go on the skin, but you know, there's also oils that are go okay inside. inside yeah, like they go in your vaginal cavity, like, you know, like lube oh, is made of man. oil consistency. So like, it's a good question. Does the castor oil go on your belly or does it go in your vagina? Like, mm. I'll have to research that more and stay tuned and I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, I just think like, you know how like milk curdles and yogurt. Like, oh, it was oh. bad. And you can imagine like the smell. Oh. And she was so embarrassed because at that point yeah, she obviously she realized, figured it out herself. Yeah. And so oh. she's trying to explain this story like without... It was just, and then even the NP, I mean, she was so gracious and kind and like, nice thank goodness NP. it was like all females present. And so it wasn't, you know, but she obviously just needed a good antibiotic to get rid of all that quote unquote good bacteria in her yeah. vagina Oof. because yeah. So the last one is acupuncture and I- I don't think I've ever put anything- In your penis? Foreign on my penis. Well, that ski trip Actually, we took. Yeah. That was the worst. I don't know what that had. To yeah. Be. So there's a ski trip that we took way back when. How, Shawnee. How 
how long were we married? Was that like a, I think that was a Valentine's Day ski trip. Yeah. So that was probably the second or third Valentine's Day that we were probably like the second. second, Yeah. Because we went to Shawnee to go Shawnee mountain to go skiing and we were being intimate and I didn't, we didn't have lube like, or any Jamie asked if, if we, if, if we wanted to use lotion and I said, sure. Yeah. Like we were, it was like, you know, foreplay. And so, and like, I, we, as soon as it goes on. Oh my gosh. It was like, well, it was maybe really like bad. one second later, I feel an intense burning, like intense. So burning. let me like paint the picture. So we're in there and we're, we had just went skiing and it was a nice romantic day. And Doug, I think we had, yeah, it was the first night. Yeah. We got there. So, and so we were just setting the mood and it was just exciting. And I didn't, we weren't prepared for like this, you know, for like foreplay essentially. And so there was lotion in the bathroom. So I was like, oh, I'll just go into the bathroom and and get the lotion that's complimentary or whatever. You didn't want to have sex. I didn't want to have sex? No. Why didn't I want to have sex? I think you were tired. Oh, so I was probably like, oh, let me just. Yeah, but you said. That's awful. Uh, But anyways. So. Hey, um, do you want lotion? Sure. Before we get to that. All right. I think maybe we should stop here real quick to thank our friends over at Honey Love who sent over Jamie some shapewear. Let me tell you. I genuinely love Honey Love. When we were in the studio shooting for that Married at First Sight special, I was wearing the Honey Love briefs that I have because I was wearing like this cute dress and you just feel so confident in them. And I did the packing for both of us. And the first thing Jamie said to pack was her Honey Love Queen Brief shapewear. Yeah, I was, I don't remember what I was doing, doing a million things. And I was like, Doug, can you just pack this, this, and this? And like, don't forget the Honey Love. The shapewear has compression in the areas that need more support without sacrificing a woman's natural curves and you look amazing oh thank you so the best part is the flexible boning i say this every single time because the flexible boning in the side really is amazing it's what makes it so that it doesn't roll up or bunch like in any sort of way so it doesn't like when you pull up the shapewear they're not going to roll down when you sit they're not going you're not going to bunch because there's that boning in there and you you got a honey love bra too right yeah i love the bra too that i have a silhouette bra it has adjustable straps i mean it's super duper comfortable there's no underwire but it still gives you that, that great support. Good for you. So for you listening right now, I think it's time that you treat yourself because right now you can save up to 50% off site-wide at honeylove.com backslash HMCP. Some of the best bras and shapewear on the market and in my closet. <laughs> but this offer is available this month only and inventory is limited. So don't miss out on their best deals of the year. It's up to 50% off site-wide by going to honeylove.com backslash HMCP. That's H-O-N-E-Y-L-O-V-E.com backslash HMCP. And after you purchase, they'll usually ask how you heard about Honey Love. If you want to mention Hot Marriage Cool Parents, that'd be awesome, but you definitely don't have to. But honestly, I love the shapewear. It is so good. All right, let's get back to it. Yeah. So I go into the bathroom, I get the lotion. From the hotel. Yeah, from the hotel. And it smelled like that cherry Jergens, if you know what I'm talking about. Like um, if you ever like used that Jergens original scent back in the day, I think it's still around. And it has like this cherry scent. And I was like, oh, it smells like Jergens. And so I like, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And I used it. And he like 
for a minute it was fine and then all of a sudden he whipped up he had fire. his like legs up in the sink trying to like rinse it, was, it off yeah, it was then like i was the humping sh- the sink the, it was um it was yeah. it definitely ruined the mood so don't recommend ever using no. the hotel's lotion just fyi not but i have a trooper and i, I continued on <laughs> yeah nothing will stop this man let me no. tell you but yeah, so moving on rough. to acupuncture, because I have had acupuncture previously. I've never been mm-hmm. to a chiropractor. I've never done castor oil, anything. I've never used maca root or anything, but I have done acupuncture for depression and anxiety. When I, I almost got you acupuncture, um, the, what, where, when did I get you that gift card for your bags? Oh, that was, was in that Florida. For? Uh, but was that for your birthday? Uh, Christmas. I don't know doesn't matter either or um i was going in between acupuncture or oh. a gift gift certificate to get well let me tell you bag yeah got the right gift certificate oh, i would good. take the designer bag over acupuncture any day even had, though the other makes you way healthier yeah, i was gonna say because you had mentioned acupuncture and i've always been curious about acupuncture um just because of the benefits that i had and i always thought yeah. like they say for someone healthy, um, someone that had addiction issues, um, someone that, you know, like when you're going through not necessarily withdrawals, but like when, when you're on certain medication like that and you're coming off, it's like, it's so uncomfortable. And I always heard that acupuncture is a way to kind of redirect your mind, but also promote healthier skin, promote blood flow, make you feel better. Uh, reduce depression, whether yeah, it's you know, no. increasing endorphins. Like I heard a lot of great things about acupuncture. Yeah, which I'm like, I don't really get it because they're literally just stick needles in you, like in different areas. And I'm like, really? Is this like a placebo effect? And you think that you're, if you go there and get these all these needles stuck in you, that all of a sudden you're going to feel better? Yeah. And it's well, like- Well, it's based on ancient pressure points, ancient- Chinese medicine. Yeah, yeah. Studies. So, you know, I don't know if it's a placebo effect or not. But well, I'll here take because it. And well, the, oh, well, you researched it. So. Yeah, I was going to say so because some of the stuff I I looked up, um, I copied the stuff that was might be specific for you. Um, so it does say there's evidence that it may help fertility in women with many health conditions, which include polycystic ovary syndrome, uh, PCOS, hypothyroidism, hypothyroidism, which I have. Yep, ovulation wow. problems, um, and studies have shown improvement in fertility with acupuncture. This is wild. It to can me. improve sperm quality and ovarian function. Um, but again, I want to be um, transparent. It says, but no conclusive evidence shows that acupuncture can treat infertility or help you conceive. Now that is a direct contrast to maca root which there's studies proving that it helps not in humans but in rats interesting so in rats that were um that had erectile dif- dysfunction what it rats it, have erectile dysfunction yeah, like it, what <laughs> it improved the erectile dysfunction um uh, and infertility for male rats no kidding yeah, but i'm so, not a male as I said, but, and but, you have no erectile dysfunction yeah but i know but it still i think deals with the same sort of hormones oh. and down there so like I, I think it like if to me acupuncture and macaroot seemed like the two most uh, i don't know my top two if you were going to really? choose a couple well i would say 
chiropractor too, because I have a blocked fallopian tube. And so why wouldn't I do a chiropractor to try to get that castor oil, have to research whether it goes in the vaginal canal or just on the belly. (laughs) I don't want to be that girl that walks in. You don't want to end up with yogurt in your vagina. Yeah, no, I definitely don't want to be that girl, but you know what? God bless that girl because you know, she, everybody makes, everybody does something silly in all their, you know, in our lifetimes. Oh yeah. What was the silly thing you did? Um, marry a stranger. Yeah, that was really <laughs> silly. Actually, <laughs> I don't know why that doesn't come up as like my most extreme thing that I've done. I mean, I don't think "silly" maybe isn't the right word, but I mean that's pretty wild. I yeah. married a stranger, and not everybody can say that. So we all have done some wild things, and some of it works out for us, and some of it doesn't, and yeah. that's okay. You but, know what I was thinking about? Because um, we were. Somewhere, I forgot who we were talking to, but it, it was brought up about my pre-baby bucket list that I had. Yeah. And something that when I was going over, I never felt unsafe. Like I, I never felt in danger doing anything on my pre-baby bucket list. I don't know about you. Like, oh, sky, I felt so skydiving, um, going on a safari, uh, ghost hunt, uh, swimming with the great white shark. The, uh, Driving in Shlooshlooey, Africa? The thing that... None of that scared you? The thing that I look back on that I think was extremely dumb. What? And that I think uh, wasn't the smartest, I should say. Okay. the smartest decision was we were in South Africa. Yes. And it was overcast, so it was a little rainy. I know exactly what you're talking about. There was a pier of people fishing. Okay. And because I saw that there was waves out in there... I go out and want to body surf. And, and I was out there for a good 45 minutes. I should have to never let you do that. I was the only person in the ocean at that time. That was wild. I should have never let you do that. I remember this vividly because we're in, I can't remember what town we were in, but it was before we traveled to this remote area that he really right. wanted to live with indigenous, like an indigenous culture. So there was this place called Shlooshlooey that I found. Totally not spelled like that. It did, No, but... Um, Shlooshlooey, we were going to drive there, which we did. And we, I feel like we that car would have broken down. We would have been like, you know. That was nuts. There was no, there was, it was it so was dirt, remote. Dirt like, roads, like you had no room for it, error. It, it was, was wild. five mile. I think it we took have, us 10 minutes where, to get from the actual road into this remote village. Uh, I mean, it was village. so incredibly uh, scary for me, especially when it was dark, because I'm yeah. like, if someone, you know, if someone wanted to, I mean, we're white and, you know, if someone wanted to rob us, they it certainly could have in like the middle of the woods. There's no like cell service. There's no, no lights, nothing. It anything. was just, I mean, they could have like murdered us and just left us but there. Still, no one would even know. Cause it was like so I remote. F- I felt we were, we were safe. I did there, feel though, safe though. Honestly, there I, was, there was a gate that we had except to, go I was scared to get a little bit. into the road part. But, um, Looking back, I think that was probably, that wasn't smart. I had my GoPro. You going in the water was not smart. And I remember this vividly because we were there. Oh, I can't I can't remember the town that it was. Cape, not Cape Town. It was Durham. Durham. Was Durham? Yeah. Yeah, it was Durham. So we were in Cape Town first. So we went to Durham. And then from Durham, we rented a car and drove on the opposite side in a completely foreign country. Yes. 
to schlooshlooey. And, and not in only that, Durham, but it's a manual stick shift. You're driving on the right hand side. Doug almost the killed car, us. And you have to shift with your left hand. Yeah, Doug almost killed us because he I went ro- down the wrong way once. And I made him pull over and I just had to breathe because I yeah. we literally almost died. And so. And she goes, let's pull over. And think about it. And I was like, why? And yeah, he's like, oh, we can keep going. What do I need to think about? Why would we and I'm like, sit because there? I need to breathe. We almost just died. Why like, sit there and just dwell on it? But yeah. I just had to like catch my breath. That was really scary. That was a crazy adventure, an absolutely wild adventure yeah. that I like deserve all the brownie points in the world looking back at it. You set that whole I thing up. I set the whole darn thing up. And that I was, was like, amazing. Our planner and you killed it. Yeah. And I like did all those wild things with him. Like I went ghost hunting. I went skydiving. I went and lived in a remote area and tried, you know, being with indigenous people with you. I went on a safari. Yeah, we did it all. And we have footage of it someplace. I just, we've never shared it. it. Yeah, we haven't. We've never shared it because. I have that whole, I mean, we we shot that whole thing ourselves. Yeah. And we, then we have the whole entire RV trip that, that we have that yet, we have to, yet share. to share that we're going to go through. But. Eventually one day, maybe when we're like 50 and, you know, kids are all the kids are out of the house and we're like, oh, we're bored. What was yeah. it like when we went to Schlooshlooey and almost died on the side of the road? We I were, have GoPro footage um, that I've never watched um, from body surfing at that in oh, that beach. Well, you watched but it that, that night. He yeah. made me watch the, all the footage and I was like, Doug, I am so tired. Can I just go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he could have been dead. Like That wasn't smart. I was that really, was really not smart. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was like raining so there was no one on the beach but there was nobody swimming. But I could kind of see you from our hotel room and yeah. so... But there was a moment that I couldn't and I was worried, but I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like now go out there and try right. to find you in this and country like that we don't even know. I'm like, I'm just going to stay here. And if he doesn't come back, then I'll figure it out. Yeah. And then you came back. So yeah. all is well. Here we are still alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and so that brings us up to a big anniversary that's coming up. Yes. Not just for us, but for the Married at First Sight family. Yeah, it's a big anniversary. It is a 10-year anniversary. Yeah. For Wild. the show and for us. Yeah. It's kind of cool sharing your anniversary with a super successful television show that you happen to marry your husband on. Like it's for season one. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's actually kind of cool if you think about it. Yeah. And I really want to go back and watch it and kind of let Henley Grace yeah. and Hendrick see some moments and just see like how they would react. Cause they're old enough now to kind of yeah. understand. I mean, Henley knows she'll go, mommy, is that your friend from married at first sight? Like when someone come up and says, Jamie, are you Jamie Doug from married at first sight? So she'll go, is that your friend from married at first sight? I'm like, yeah, honey, yeah. <laughs> that's my friend from married at first sight. Uh, my mom calls me up every time she said, even cause they came down to, to Florida recently and we went to Disney with them. And the first thing my mom says was, we were in the airport and someone came up to me and said, are you Doug's mom from Married at First Sight? And she tells me that every single time. Anytime somebody comes up to her, she loves it. Yeah, she loves, I mean, we, we, I mean, honestly, it really is like a big family Married at First Sight. I, I mean, if people, whether they joined us long ago when we were first married or whether they're just joining us now, it's like. Yeah. It's, I wish they would get our season on Netflix though. Yeah. Like it's kind of weird that you can watch like the last couple seasons, but they don't give you the whole, the whole, know. all the seasons. Yeah. That would be cool. But it's on Hulu and it's on the Lifetime app. So that's yeah. cool. But um, needless to say, I don't, I mean, not to harp on the merit of first sight thing, but 
a lot of the newer seasons, I, I, I don't remember anybody's family having a role on the TV show. Well, now they don't really have as much of a role because... Well, there's because there's five couples. And they're, um, they're like hanging out with each other rather yeah, than with families. True. So that is a different dynamic, but I... I do kind of like it because I like getting to know each couple a little bit more. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that, I don't think it's good. Um, for them to see each other. Yeah. I, I, I mean, just based on our season, I, I Oh, if I had seen the other, like if I had seen Jason and Courtney, I would have been like, we're never going to make that's it. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like there's, I go back and forth because I think some of the newer seasons, it it allows it allows the couples, but more importantly, like the girls and the guys. I find they become clicky. The girl, it's actually Doug. You're not wrong about this. They become clicky. That and, is very true. And they gossip about other. The guys do it, and the girls. Yeah. Do it. But but and that, then like they never stay together, and they're all like fighting. But the girls are best friends, and the guys are best yeah. friends. And they're fighting amongst each other. I mean, That's actually great. very true. They like, have like a little sorority and fraternity afterwards. And, and we feel that anybody that goes through Married at First Sight, we feel that instantly. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think I would want to do that because then you don't have your own journey. Like we, when people watch our season, people watch our journey. But you know what? Like these yeah. newer couples, they don't have their own journey because always something They're comparing happens with themselves. Them or somebody's, you know, if, if let's say Monet and Vaughn on our season yeah. and they're having issues. Yeah. You consoling Monet and me consoling Vaughn takes us away from the six weeks that we have to either stay married or get a divorce. And now it's eight weeks, but... Or eight weeks, whatever yeah. it is, but... I, I so like I I don't I don't but agree the flip with side to that that whole hanging out thing. The flip side to that is that sometimes they have like great advice for each other, and and when you marry a complete stranger, you can't exactly talk to just anybody about it because it's just such a wild thing. And well, what think about this though? If like we didn't have anybody to talk to, but we had the experts to talk to, so like it it forced us to bring our problems to experts and, and we not did. to chatty people. Yeah, because I do see how sometimes see what I'm saying? in like seasons past yeah. where they'll rely on like their like wife friend, you know, like so there's like a couple wives chatting and one's fighting with the husband and so then they'll rely on their wife friend, you know, like from the season to give them advice and it's like, well, they literally just got married and they needed experts to get married I mean, and no shame in that because I did the same thing, but it's like, yeah. don't go to her for advice because like she's in the same boat that you are just because their relationship is working out right now doesn't mean that she's got all everything figured out, you yeah. know? I mean, the, the experts are still heavily involved. Um, and I mean, the fact that Dr. Pepper is still part of the show is amazing. To yeah, me. that is cool. She's like the one yeah. common denominator that has stayed consistent, which is, yeah. which is nice. I just think, you know, when you look back on some of the more recent seasons, you know, I don't know if that's had an effect on the success of couples after the show. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm excited for this season. I don't know if anyone who is listening, I don't know if you have been watching or not yet, but it this season seems like... thing so far. Yeah, this season has been great. There is this one couple, um, Becca and Austin. I think that they're like my favorite. Yeah. But I also I really like Lauren and Orion. Um, I mean, I like them all. Lauren, though, she is just... I don't know. She just seems like a very wholesome. She just lost her mother. She is just, so 
emotionally mature. She's very emotionally mature. So open to the process. Yeah. And I feel like she got the short end of the stick. Well, we don't know that yet. It's so early on. Yeah, but they had that... Didn't they already have that <sighs> fight? The red skin? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so? But, like, we still don't know how they're going to end up. Yeah, I'm not talking about how they're going to end up. Oh. All right, so cut all that to where I said short end of the stick and then start here. Um, only, we, only because they... When, when you bring the race part of it into it, I think I, I I think she deserved more grace. I absolutely agree. I mean, there is it seems like there's a level of hypocrisy there when because like so what happens is this woman Lauren and her new husband Orion, um, he is Native American and she is black. And he admit literally in the same exact conversation, yeah. he admits to using the N word. She asked him in a in a nice sort of yeah, you know, like they were like way. kind of flirting and, and like enjoying yeah. each other's company, and, and then they she were talking. Said, Can I punch you in the arm for my ancestors? And so then she did. He's like, yeah. yes. And so then she did because he used the N word. Yeah. And then like literally two seconds later, um, redskin is a derogatory term or phrase towards Native Americans. Towards Native Americans. And she wasn't familiar with that. And so she, he, he essentially said like, have you ever used red skin? And she was like, red skin? No, haha. Like, what is that? And then she was, oh, I just saw your face. And like, she yeah. starts laughing and he took that to the next level. I mean, yeah. he just, he I mean, that did was, not forgive her, gave her zero grace, that, said it was absolutely uncalled for. That was the most furious I've seen anybody get with a little smile on their face. Like yeah. you could not tell how upset he was or how furious he, furious he was because he's just he so smiled. Pert to put yeah. together. Very like soft spoken, peaceful. Yeah. And, and honestly, just, he seemed, I would have thought up until that moment, he seemed emotionally mature as well. I like thought so too. I he thought he was, let it go. Yeah. He just could not let it go. I'm, I'm curious to see how that ends up. And I then, come back together i don't know quick recap for anyone who's watching married at first sight because this season is really so good so there's this girl emily and she's like a self-professed party girl and she has never been in a serious relationship no joke i'm not kidding you ever. she has never been in a serious relationship ever and she just gets signed up and marries a complete stranger but and i was instantly like quick to judge of course and i was like this is just never gonna work out like how's this girl think that she yeah. could never have a relationship and then she can just get married and know how to be in a relationship and not for nothing though like i mean she is with experts so like if she was gonna do it this would be the way yeah. to do it because then she has experts to help her but she has been shockingly like i mean her bachelor party i was like oh, this girl is just not ready she was like shots and strippers and all the things and then she actually is a normal person yeah like she's mature she's calm she's patient she's I thought she was going to be the wild party girl but she is fun loving and like yeah. kind of like the life of the party but like she's not she's immature together, together. Yeah, yeah she's actually amazing and so she's like a pleasant surprise to see and her husband actually they're seeming to get along together so then there's this bucket and austin and they just seem like love at first sight yeah. like i they're really cute to watch i have high hopes for and them. then who are we missing oh um who are we missing? There's one other couple that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, um, the guy, the skinny dude, and the psychiatrist. Oh, why am the I Australian a guy? Oh, Claire and Cameron. Yes, Claire and Cameron. Yes. So 
I can't. Cameron looks like he's 12. He is so sweet though. But he's so smart. He's a business owner. Yeah, he owns bikes, like a bike shop essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, he loves mountain biking. And then Claire is a psychologist. like a psychologist or a therapist of some sort. He's some sort of therapist. Yeah. And she is honestly drop dead beautiful. She is like She's model. Okay. I think she is like model beautiful. Like just so pretty. Yeah. And Cameron is tall and he's handsome, but I think she's definitely a little prettier, you know? Like she's just a little more fashionable. Well, it's like us. <laughs> That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. Thanks. But anyways, I don't really know what to think about them, to be very honest, because... I don't think she had a good first impression. I don't know. Like, I don't get... Like, there's definitely not instant love, that's for sure. I don't know, like, if they're into each other, like, for real or not, because, I mean, they seemed, like, very... I got a friend zone vibe. Yeah, like, right? they kind of kissed and seemed really sweet, but... And he has an accent, because he's from Australia, so, like, I'm like, he'll obviously win her over, yeah. But, but he has nobody here. Yeah, he doesn't have any family. He has family friends yeah. that he's sort of being around. And then yeah, so it's an him. interesting dynamic for sure. And they, they 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 did say that if they got married, like if it worked out, they'd get married again in his country with his family. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, that's already like, that's already foreshadowing, like thinking of yeah. the future. But anyway, it's a, it's the season just started. So if you haven't watched it yet, like yeah, I definitely. Think it's on season, uh, I think it's on episode five or six now. Yeah, it's, uh, so this is season 17 of Married at First Sight. Crazy. Which is just wild. But yeah, yeah. we're pumped to recap it. I would love for you to leave like in the reviews or even yeah, on our hot marriage. Let us know if, like what you want to talk about, who you're curious about. I don't, we've I don't. have been watching this every episode so far this season. So if you guys are interested in that, we'd love uh, to I definitely. Only, without a doubt have to talk about it I used to love hosting Married at First Sight Unfiltered and it was just it's just like honestly it's such a fun thing to talk about like something that we've been through yeah. and so it's just it's just fun to see other people's journeys and to not actually be in the stress of it ourselves anymore because yeah. it's stressful when you marry a complete stranger I think yeah I mean and I I I think it was probably easier for a lot of the cast to speak with you because you did go through it. Well, I don't know about that, but that's that's nice of you to say that. But I think that uh, it's um, it does like every single person who's ever been through Married at First Sight or been on Married at First Sight or has been Married at First Sight, we have this one thing in common that no yeah. one else in the world has. And so it is interesting to be able yeah. to talk to each other. Except for every other country that does arrange marriages. Yeah, except they're not arranged by scientists. Although, I don't know, I ha- I was watching Arranged Family with friends, Sarah. I, don't know. I was watching Arranged with, that reminds me of Sarah, my sweet friend Sarah, who recently passed, God bless her. Are you talking about the uh, Indian Arrangements? Yeah, it was, it's just called Arranged on... Um, on Netflix and Sarah and I watched that together and that always makes me think of her now. And anyways, that was a really good show too. So if you're really into married at first sight and you want to kind of binge something similar arranged on Netflix or love is blind. Oh yeah. Love is blind is great too. And I haven't binged that in a long time, but Lauren and Cameron from season one. Well, I just love them. They're, they're amazing, but that's about it for us this week. We are going to go full throttle trying to conceive i'm hoping to have a christmas blessing like please jesus i'm like envisioning when i go to the gym i literally envision twins because <laughs> he only wants one more and i would love two more so if i got twins i don't think i yeah i don't know that would really work out great for me i don't know about you i'm good with one <laughs> uh, but anyways thank you so much for being here with us and sorry i was like and such a funk at the top of this episode. It was just, you know, it's just 
one of those days, you know, um, but thanks for one being here with days. us through the good, bad and the ugly. Like we really appreciate that. That yes. means an awful lot. And thank you for your five star reviews and for commenting and engaging with us over on hot marriage, cool parents as yes. well on our Instagram page. I would love to hear, I'm probably going to put a post out this week for like what you're looking for, like what you want to talk about for married at first sight. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Because I mean, that's the whole point is to be able to chat with you more and like in a more meaningful way on the podcast. So nice. we will talk to you soon. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, by the way, we will absolutely be um, sharing the, like our journey with this this trying to conceive. Yes. So like- We are going to be putting together some videos, trying these, and we'll see. Yeah, we're going to be putting some videos together on YouTube with that whole entire journey. Because I think that for me- the most, the best thing that you can do in life is share your struggles and share what helps you get through those struggles. And so even if you're in the midst of the storm, share that because A, it takes, it makes it less isolating for you, but B, you can look back and see how far you've come and then C, you can help others along the way. And so we're going to be able, we're going to share it all, even though it's not always easy to talk about. It's super raw and personal, but, um, it doesn't always work out, but that, yeah, it doesn't, I have no idea helps. how it's going to work out. I don't know if we're going to end up with another pregnancy. I just keep saying that we will, because I really want to believe that Put and the universe. Yes. But anyways, so there's that. Thank you so much for being here with us along this journey. We appreciate you and love you. Bye.